Welcome to the Gym Class Revolution podcast. This show is about teaching you how to build sustainable exercise habits to support both your physical and mental health. If you're tired of feeling like every workout is as painful as a slow internet connection, then you're in exactly the right place. I believe that exercise should make you feel powerful and ready to take on the world, just like when your cell phone is fully charged. We just need to find the right charger to get you there. Let's go! Hello, hello, welcome! I'm your host, Wendy Barrios. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm recording as a guest on Kalapuya Land. I'm an exercise mindset specialist who helps folks create sustainable exercise habits. So, for more resources on how to get started with exercise, go ahead and join my mailing lists. You can find the link in my show notes below or on my Instagram page, Gym Class Revolution. I've been working on something for a long, long, long time, and I'm really excited for it to debut in a few weeks. So, if you don't want to miss it, go ahead and join the mailing list, and um, I'm so excited to share it with you. Okay, so for today's episode, I was thinking a lot about the most powerful way to build any sustainable habit, and especially for exercise. The most powerful way to sustain exercise habits is to actually enjoy it. Please, please, everybody, stop punishing yourselves with workouts you don't like if it's hard enough to, like, get started. Um, So, like, especially for beginners, people who are trying to set New Year's resolutions, right? If you don't like what you're doing, it's going to be so hard to maintain it. Whereas if you actually enjoy it, then it'll be a million times easier to keep up with it and keep doing it. So that's why I asked my friend Becky to be a guest on the show. She did what I think a lot of folks are scared to do, try new things. And not just try new things, but try them alone. So I was really impressed because she conquered this fear and by getting uncomfortable and doing things that she'd never done before, she found a lifelong passion for swing dance. So let's get into the episode. Okay. Becky, I'm so glad to have the chance to talk to you and reconnect with you after so many years. I think, I don't know, it has to be at least seven or eight years. And um, I really want to hear about how you got into swing dancing. But first, let's start with, um, you know, how active were you as a kid? Well, first, Wendy, thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited and nervous to be here. (laughs) Um, But Uh, As a kid, I think I was moderately active. Uh, You know, I had a lot of uh, cousins and, you know, family nearby. So we would have family gatherings often. And that's when we would, you know, play tag or baseball or whatever it was that that we would do um, as kids. But I think I would probably do like arts and crafts stuff more. Like, that was my exercise, my mental exercise, I guess. Just trying to find uh, different ways to make ordinary things into something else. So physically, I was okay, but I, I was probably more comfortable just sitting down and, you know, keeping to myself (laughs) like maybe you were really like instead of being disappointed it was indoor recess wait did you have indoor recess in los angeles 
sometimes like if it would rain, <laughs> we would, you know, play heads up, seven up. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, for recess, I mean, I always enjoyed recess as a kid, but there was a period where my best friend and I would just not even like go play. We would just hang out by wherever we were supposed to line up at the end of recess and just hang out and chat. And that was it. The whole, the whole like 20 minute or whatever, however long recess was. So, yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so then, so then how did you get into swing dancing? Um, so I started swing dancing It'll be seven years this January. Um, and this was, well, after college. Uh, and after college, you, I feel like you you kind of go into like a readjustment period because your friends have moved back home or have gotten jobs somewhere else. And, you know, you're all trying to figure out how to be an adult. Um, and so for me, I felt like that kind of social aspect of college, just like my friend group was kind of gone, um, that I needed to find a way to make new friends. And I had always really been interested in like old music and movies. Like growing up, I Love Lucy was one of my favorite shows. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try swing dancing. And I looked <laughs> online for, for classes or anything. And I actually found a group on for, um, swing dance lessons. And I ended up, you know, taking those and instantly fell in love with the classes. I found a great instructor who, her name is Rusty Frank. Hi, Rusty. <laughs> um, and we're actually great friends now. And she does a great job of um, promoting a friendly and welcoming class environment. And she also runs her own uh, swing dance club event every week. So you get to, you know, practice what you've been learning, which I think is a very great and important aspect of continuing with an activity. Um, Definitely. And so I, I was just very lucky to have found that I think when I did because it I don't know it filled that gap that I needed and then it just flourished into you know a lifetime hobby (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I think what I really want to examine is like you said you found a group on how do you remember what it was like when you got that group on and then you were like okay it's like an hour or whatever until the class I need to show up, but I'm the, like, I'm going by myself. Cause it sounded like you went by yourself. Like yeah. how, can you remember what that was like? Um, it was scary, but also exciting. Um, I, I believe part of my new year's resolution for that year was to do more things by myself. So this was kind of a, push in that direction you you know this is something that I had always wanted to do and if I don't do it now slash by myself then I probably never would if I'm just waiting for someone to try and do this with me um 
So I found that to be motivating. And I was definitely very nervous um, because we I had to like call to schedule or to make sure that I was in the right class or, or something. And mm-hmm. so um, I remember that being very nerve wracking because well, it was <laughs> it was something I had to do on the phone, and I'm not good with <laughs> phone calls. Um, so, I mean, that was that. And then the actual waiting for the class to start, it was just kind of like, I'm here, I'm ready, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I think that's one of those things where I think um, like from what you're saying, it seems like that energy was very like positive and like you were saying, like this is something good for me. Like this is this might be a little uncomfortable, like, you know, the phone conversation, but like in the long run or like this is something I've always wanted to do. Like there's I don't know, it's like um yeah, there's that energy of like positivity and something that will be just like nourishing for your soul rather than like being like, okay, like I need to, you know, burn calories because I ate too much over the holidays or something, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. so like, I need to figure out something real quick so that I can like burn those calories. I f- yeah. Right. Right. What do you it, think? I mean, I definitely was not thinking about calories or anything like that behind my motivation. It was just like, I want to do something fun finally <laughs> and, and meet people. <laughs> Yeah. And then, ooh, okay. So then that's the second part. It's like, okay, you arrived, but then like, how did you stay? Because I think you were mentioning like your instructor was really focused on like building community, right? Yes. Um, so the class itself was like a four week session. So four classes. So you already are kind of built into this, I'm going to come back <laughs> mentality. Um, and And I think just what helped with that was um, I just had fun in the classes. Um, The the structure of it was um, the follows in swing dancing, which is traditionally traditionally, um, women, but it's basically the whoever wants to be led in the dance. Um, They stay put, and then the leaders – will rotate after, you know, whenever the teacher says. So you're constantly meeting people. And it's just fun, you know, like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Okay, now let's do this. And, I mean, it's a small interaction with someone. But to me, that was, I don't know, it just, it was nice. I can't, I don't have, like, a good word for it, but it was, um, it was fulfilling at the moment, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I think that makes a lot of sense because especially like, I know I definitely relate to what you're saying. Like after college, things change for everyone. And it's kind of like you're trying to figure out like who you are post-college. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I know I felt like really alone after college too. So it's kind of like when I was in a new environment, like like when I joined a CrossFit gym, it was like, yay, I'm learning or I'm meeting new people. And I feel like, I don't know, connection to other people that 
I was missing because I was removed from my familiar college environment, I think. Yeah, I think that that hits the nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And then, um, let's see. Okay. And then it sounded like you met your significant other there, right? I did. <laughs> um, Had he already been there a while before? I think he was there a month before I started, maybe two months. So we started uh, around the same time. And it was, I mean, it feels silly saying it, but it was kind of like in the movies. You see him from across the room <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's cute. And, you know, whatever. Um, he likes to say that when he rotated to like dance with me, that, and he put his arm around me that I just fit. Oh my so, goodness. So, I mean, that's like, oh. <laughs> that's um, the cutest thing I've heard in <laughs> like months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, we, um, we started, you know, talking and hanging out after classes and stuff. And yeah, we've been together now almost seven years. <laughs> um, and he, although he doesn't uh, swing dance as much anymore, like he found new hobbies, which is great um, for him. We still have like that as our um, as our thing, I guess. So if we're ever yeah. out in public, we can like, can we dance right now? Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> so that's nice to have shared that common interest for the years that we have. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask too, because it's like, if um, I think sometimes it can be really helpful or, or even, okay, so it's like if you do get used to having a partner to go, with, especially for activities that do require like pairs working together, um, sometimes it can be a little bit hard to continue a hobby if it's not very, like if that pair has mm -hmm. like, doesn't always go together, like you're saying, like maybe, you know, Paul didn't con to continue. Um, how do you feel like that, like, so since your significant other did not continue, but you did continue, how was that transition? Um, to be honest, fairly easy. Uh, cool. Because to, for me, one of the joys of swing dancing is it is a social dance. So a lot of people don't go with partners in the first place. You just kind of show up wanting to dance and then other people wanting to dance will ask you to dance or you ask them to dance. Um, and so it, that kind of works out. Um, it's fun to dance with a significant other, but if you dance the whole night with them, it's not as fun. And I don't mean that to be like a slight against like my partner or anything like that. It's just, you kind of pick up your habits of dancing and you kind of know what to expect sometimes. So there's not a lot of variety and you don't get to learn like you would if you were to dance with someone new or just someone different. So for me, like that's 
part of the fun of swing dancing is you never know what you're going to get and you just kind of adapt and, and have fun. That makes a lot, a lot of sense because um, like in climbing, Charlie and I often climb together. He'll hold the rope while I climb, but it, I think because it can be so comfortable to be with the one person, sometimes we don't often branch out and hang out and like get to know other people who are climbing at the gym, even though climbing is a very social sport too. Maybe not as social as like, you know, direct contact, like in swing dancing, but that, that makes a lot of sense. I think, I, th- I think I can take a page from your book and think about that a little bit more, maybe when COVID's calm down a little bit but um that's awesome that's I think that's awesome to think about that um you know you don't have to have yours right like like you gain more by not having like a like stability kind of yeah and I think right with with um activities like rock climbing I mean like you said it's a social sport But it's also, like, there's a lot of trust involved there as well. So Mm -hmm. having your significant other or, right, a close friend or whoever be there for you to hold your rope or, you know, that, I think that's very much important because I wouldn't want a stranger (laughs) to just, (laughs) you know, belay me or or anything like that. Um, And stuff like that kind of comes into play with swing dancing say if you're going to learn like tricks like the aerials where you're doing flips and stuff you definitely want to have someone that you trust Mm -hmm. um so you can get a little bit of both but for the most part if you're just going to you know have fun I think not having a partner is probably the way to go (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I never would have thought about that, especially with dance, because dance can be kind of like intimate. And I think I I would get kind of thrown off, I think, if I were to randomly go. And that reminds me, have you ever brought friends who are like who, you know, you've talked about swing dancing with them and they're like, oh, that sounds fun. Can I join you? And then how did like how has that experience gone? Oh, I do it all the time. I try to get everyone I know to come to dancing. <laughs> Um, they, I think they end up feeling a little bit awkward just because we might want to like hang out and talk for a bit. And then like one of us gets taken away to dance and stuff. Um, but I think overall they have a good time because I don't think it's what they expected. Like, I think... Maybe when you hear of like going to a dance club, you either think of like bump and grind dance club <laughs> or maybe like ballroom dance, mm-hmm. which are two ends of the spectrum. But I I don't know. Swing dancing is just so fun. Like not, not in like I have fun doing it, but it's like you have a complete uh, – chance to be silly and you know goof around and just go crazy with it like the the amount of times that I have been on a dance floor and like you know done the funky chicken or like (laughs) some sort of weird move while swing dancing like 
just do it and like yeah you just let loose that's awesome because I think that that can be missing a lot of times when I think you know a lot a lot of times I think a lot of us feel like we need to be productive all the time so it's like if if we're going to exercise it needs to be productive and I think that this you know this example shows like that you know you're in, you're having you're using this physical activity not to be productive and you know like improve your endurance but as like a, maybe like a, like emotional release kind of yeah absolutely and that's something that I really look for when I'm trying to find like a hob- hobby or I guess like physical activity slash hobby uh, is will I have fun doing it versus is this like a strict program designed to, you know, lose weight or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like that's usually not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that you said, you know, physical activity is like a hobby because it's like a hobby is something you do because you enjoy it in your free time. Like it's not a means to an end. Right. Exactly. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> and then – um To wrap up our interview, I have one last question. So if there were folks out there who were who are now intrigued by swing dancing, but they're a little bit nervous, what would you say to encourage them? Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm joking, but I'm serious (laughs) at the same time. um, Don't be afraid to try something. Um, I I can speak from my personal experience that, you know, swing dancing has literally changed my life. And pretty much 90% of the friends that I have right now are from swing dancing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Gang, Becky's tearing up a little bit because of the significant emotional impact that swing dancing and not just swing dancing, but physical activity for fun. Oh my gosh. And now gang, I'm about to cry too. (laughs) Ooh. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. It's COVID. We we can't expect anything anymore. (laughs) But, um, I guess with that, um, just go ahead and try it. Um, you never know what kind of impact <laughs> an activity or a new hobby um, will have in your life. Um, and I highly encourage you to um, do so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Becky. I really appreciate you coming on. And um, gang, we'll post links on um, how you can get started in swing dancing. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gym Class Revolution podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something, please let me know and leave a review. If you want to hear more, go ahead and join my mailing list, which you can find in the show notes or at my Instagram account, Gym Class Revolution.